Good afternoon and welcome to LLC Chat, the Language Learning Center's podcast on issues related to world languages and cultures from the perspective of students, faculty, and community members. Good afternoon and welcome to LLC Chat, the Language Learning Center's podcast on issues related to world languages and cultures from the perspective of students, faculty, and community members. It is our distinct pleasure to kick off our new series, Where Are They Now? ODU World Languages and Cultures Alumni. We are your hosts, Stephanie Webb and Alexis Osipo. And we come to you from the Department of World Languages and Cultures at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. We are joined today by our guest, Kevin, who is a graduate student at Old Dominion University. Welcome to LLC Chat. It's a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Would you mind introducing yourself with a brief background? Where are you from? Where you live now? And what are some of your interests? Tell us a bit about yourself. Of course. Well, my name is uh, Kevin Martinez. I am from Puerto Rico. I was born and raised there. I was doing two years of uh, undergrad in the University of Puerto Rico, uh, the Rio Piedras campus, uh, before I actually transferred here to Virginia Beach and um, with, moved with my family um, to live here in the States. I picked actually ODU because I was really, I really liked the language programs that they had set up um, while I was doing my, you know, little research uh, online. And so I decided to just, you know, to go here to Virginia Beach and, and study, you know, in, in Norfolk. That's amazing. That's a huge adjustment to move your whole family and everything here, but we're so happy to have you at ODU. It was definitely a change of uh, mindset because, you know, it's a very different culture. So moving to another country with other customs, you know, different customs, a different language definitely does teach you to be adaptable. So I'm, I'm very, very glad that I did, you know, that I took that, you know, made that decision to, to move here to the States. That's wonderful. That's very interesting. So what did you study at Old Dominion University and when did you graduate? So um, in my undergrad for ODU, I did a degree in French. Um, and then I later on added accounting uh, to that mix. You know, it's a very two different uh, fields. You know, you have the science and then the humanities. Um, I was thinking about joining them together and doing something like, a, you know, international business type of venture. But uh, all throughout accounting, I never really felt that connected to the material. Whereas in French, I was very much engaged, very much, you know, um, intellectually, you know, stimulated that I was like, just kind of something, you know, kind of, you know, disconnect happening right here. And it was actually when I uh, had my study abroad experience that I was like, wait, I actually do like 
languages, why not just focus on that and forget about accounting? So I finished the two degrees, but um, I focus more now on, you know, French and world languages and, you know, all that stuff. That's amazing. So what was your study abroad experience like? Well, it was really, I would say it was a life changing experience just because you are, again, you're going to a foreign country, you know, that speaks a different language that you may not be used to. You're going at it alone. So you definitely have to develop certain skills to, you know, go to your day, day to day life. Actually, I think that it really did help me to get this sense of independence and self-reliance because you really have to do everything on your own and you're the only one that could do, you know, could get things done and made you accountable for your actions and, you know, for what you needed to do in, in, in that place. So it really, it really does help you to, I think, really grow as a person. And it, it, for me, it was a fantastic experience. I made so many friends uh, during that time. Uh, some of them I still keep in touch to this day. And we still have that connection that we had when we first, you know, went to France and studied, you know, the French language. So it was very much a, an experience that I still keep, you know, dear to my heart. Thank you for sharing. That was really interesting. <laughs> Wonderful to hear. What better way to strengthen your interest in a language than to go to the country? I agree. Not only that, but it does help you to acquire the language much faster because you are having that immersive experience and you are forced to use what you know and to, again, like develop those, you know, survivability skills that you will need when you're, you know, far away from your comfort zone. Definitely, definitely. Could you describe for us uh, your current graduate program and studies uh, and your plans for your future career after, you know, learning a language and pursuing study abroad experience? You know, what, how do you envision your language and cultural skills? Yeah, so uh, my master's program is in applied linguistics. I'm on the track of the TESOL, so teaching English as a second language. To really just to give a definition, a, like a textbook definition on linguistics, it really is the scientific study of the phenomena of human language. So what it really means is that linguists study how language works and how human beings, you know, they use sounds to create meaning. Um, and so in that program, we study all aspects of language, how it is acquired, um, how sounds, you know, work together, where words are placed in the sentence, um, how different world languages actually do that as well. We're not focused on English. We, we learn through it, you know, we learn about the topic through English, but we very much 
look at and analyze world languages and, and indigenous languages as well, just to keep, you know, to really understand that, that language component. I would say that um, after I graduate, I'm thinking about just continuing my uh, teaching career because as of right now, I teach uh, French at the middle school level. So I'm thinking about just continuing that for a little bit, but I've been getting this urge to try to, you know, go to like, um, to teach abroad and teach English, you know, through, through that, you know, that TESOL track, just to teach English, English in a, in a different country. So I'm very much in between France and Japan. So I'm kind of like, uh, which, whichever I choose, I know it'll be a great, you know, it will be a good decision because I am familiar with both countries. Uh, well, their cultures, uh, really, but so far for now, that's kind of like on the horizon um, after finishing my uh, degree. That's so great. <laughs> so why Japan and France? I know you studied French, but uh, what about Japan does interest you? Well, uh, for Japan, I've always been interested in the Japanese, you know, culture and language. It was actually because of the exposure to, you know, to that culture and to that language that I was like, maybe I could do something in foreign languages. Maybe I could, you know, make a career out of that interest. It was really what sparked that interest. Um, in Puerto Rico, we're, we're a bilingual country. So we learn, we, we, our first language is Spanish. We all speak Spanish. And we learn English from kindergarten to university level. So I was already like aware of that, you know, language acquisition journey that we all go through when we're, you know, when we're in college. But it was when I was exposed to Japanese, that I was like, mm, I should explore this a little bit more. And, um, I did. I, I, I studied it on my own. I took a couple of college, you know, college classes at ODU. And I've just been fascinated about how the language works, how the culture is and the cuisine, just like everything about Japan has, you know, really like it, it interests me in, into exploring it more. So I'm like, should I go to France where I'm already a little bit familiar with the culture and with the place or should I go to Japan and have that new experience and, and kind of, again, challenge myself to, you know, be somewhere where I may not be that comfortable and maybe in doing so, I may grow even more as a person. So I'm kind of in there in between. That's awesome. <laughs> That's really neat. You have a lot of experience with different languages and cultures and studying abroad and teaching abroad is an amazing experience. And how did the World Languages and Cultures program at ODU best prepare you for graduate school and your future endeavors? Well, the uh, World Languages program, um, it really did teach me how to be disciplined because 
when you're learning a language, you really have to be consistent in your studies. You really have to be um, dedicated to the material. And if you're just studying the day before you're, you have an assessment, you're not going to be able to do it. So it really does teach you to, you know, to really develop those studying skills that you need um, to be successful. We really did, in, in the undergrad, I really studied a lot of different aspects about the language, really. And, and with that, it really, it, it placed us in a position where we have to go through maybe topics that we're not that familiar with. Um, whether it's uh, poetry or theater, it could be, um, you know, writing or, you know, writing a, an essay or, or doing a presentation, public speaking, right? So going through that program, it train, it, it really helps you to develop those, you know, professional skills that when you get to graduate school, you, you feel that you have a good control over them and you can then now apply it at a higher you know higher stakes situation basically it really did help me to continue working hard because you do have to work hard to get you know to higher places and what i love most about the program and what i think helps me more in, in graduate school is that it helps you have to have an open mind so you're always, when you're doing a master's program, you're really becoming like an expert in the field. And it's always good to approach a certain topic, being mindful and being open-minded so that when you are faced with an opposing view, you can, you know, counter argument it if you, if you can, or you know, have the open mind to say like, oh, maybe I was on the wrong end of the argument. Maybe I should think this way. And I think in that sense, then the World Languages program really does help its students to, you know, to kind of go through that develop developmental uh, journey. So it seems you have a lot of experience with learning languages. So what is one piece of advice you could offer our ODU students studying world languages now? Well, I would say um, to be consistent. I think that's the, I think that would be the main point on learning a language, just to be consistent in studying, studying the language. There is actually, there's an advice that I always give my students when they are, you know, learning French and to anybody that's learning a language. Um, I always tell them that practice the language every day. And there's something that I used to do when I was learning French that really helped me out. And that was that whenever I was learning a new topic or whenever I was learning, you know, vocabulary and new structures about the language, I always practice, I always stood in front of a mirror and I created this hypothetical situation where I have to use what I was learning in class. And I would go through that dialogue in my mind several times, you know, every day. And, and it got, it, it helped me to get to a point where when I was faced with that hypothetical situation in class, 
since I studied that, since I practiced at home, it really did help me to switch from English to French and to really be present in that, you know, in that task that I was being asked to do. So in terms of being consistent, yeah, you can st study the, you know, study the vocab, study the structures, but practice also use it. You only learn a language through usage. And if you don't use it, then you're not really going to get better at it. I also, the other piece of advice that I would like to give is about the language that you choose. If you don't feel a connection with the language that you're studying, drop it and try to find something that really speaks to you. Because as you continue on, on the, you know, on the courses and on, on the level of difficulty, if you're not in it, if your heart is not really in that experience, then if it's not in it, then you're really going to struggle with it. Like for me, I wasn't in it in accounting. I didn't feel it. And it was until after I had my study abroad experience that I was uh, more in tune for French. Like, so when I was, when I did my study abroad, there was this moment, the first day that I, 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 I arrived, not the first day, but the first day of class where the professor started teaching and it was all in French. And I remember clearly the feeling of when something connects, that feed, that moment where you're like, that, that is what I want to do. So when the teacher started speaking, I was like, this, this is the, this is the road that I want to go to. This is where I need to, to walk right now. And so I feel that when you're looking at a language, if you don't feel that connection, then one way that you can kind of work through through that is to take another and I think I'm not sure but I think that ODU does allow students to audit other language classes so if you don't really want to spend the money on the language you just want to try it out just for a couple of days then I think talking to one of the professors and asking them if you could audit the class and in that way, you can decide, well, I like this language. I'm going to see how this language works for me. So that would be that would be my advice. That's really great advice. It resonates with me a lot. <laughs> really invaluable. Thank you for that. And on the note, based on your like master's program and everything, how does it or what does it mean for you personally to study a world language, especially from a linguistic point of view? to study a, a, a world language, it, it kind of sounds cliche, I would say, but it's to really like discover another part of you that you didn't know was there before. It, it really does um, help you to just develop yourself as a person. Um, through my graduate studies, I have learned to have a better appreciation about languages, about how people express themselves, how they view the world, and how variety 
and the language is very much beautiful and very much good that we have these, you know, different types of, of varieties. In that sense, really, world languages is, is, is a very interesting field to, to be in because it does really help you to appreciate, you know, the human experience wherever it is expressed in however way it is it really does help you to appreciate that aspect definitely and they kind of teach like a newer generation and keep languages alive and meet other people explore you know study abroad things like that absolutely yeah yeah like in my with my students i always try to my goal with my students, yeah, is to teach French, but my, my most main goal is to help them develop that empathy, you know, for other cultures and other people. Because when you learn about another language and another culture, you really learn to respect their, you know, other points of view and other walks of life. You don't, you're not that, you know, you're not in that little bubble where you're thinking, well, my way is the only way and any other way is wrong um, through learning a language and through, you know, the program and, and study in and, and my studies, you I did develop that open mindfulness. And that's, and that empathy and that's what I want to instill in my students that's like my main goal you can learn French sure learn French but be empathetic which is one of the one of the things that's missing a whole lot in in this you know in, in, in people in this generation you need to have people be more empathetic absolutely so this has been a really insightful interview so far, and we have one last question for you. <laughs> okay, so what has been your favorite memory working for the LLC? Oh, that is a uh, tough question. I've had so many good memories in the LLC. Working for Professor Facer has been a, a fantastic experience, a, a life-changing experience. It was actually my first job ever um, when uh, she hired me to the LLC. I would have to say the best like experience that I've had in the LLC has been really working with the professors in, 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 the, in, the, in the room and, and helping to like, like learning how to appreciate their job because their job is not easy. And so from an outsider's perspective, as I was sitting in our little desk that we have in the front, um, I could really much appreciate their, their hard work. And so I've always enjoyed speaking with the professors and, and, um, you know, talking to them about languages or just um, seeing how best I could be helpful, you know, to them in terms of like technology and, and all that stuff. And I feel like having that interaction with the professors helped inform me how I should be as a teacher when I started teaching as well. So I would have to say that that would be the, you know, the most memorable. It's just 
working with the people that work there and, and being exposed to, to their quality of work. Thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your viewpoints. It was very insightful. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. <laughs> Thank you. listeners, I wanted to give a special thanks to Kishibashi for allowing us to play his song Marigolds in our podcast. Check him out on your preferred music listening platform. I also want to thank each of you, our listeners, for tuning into our podcast and for showing an interest in world languages and cultures. Happy listening! <laughs>